Breaks a tackle at the 20 and surges all the way down to the three-yard line. Barnes has been active. This is his eighth carry, shoving people yes, toward sir. the goal line. He's in for the touchdown. And here's a first down and 10. Gabriel going Ooh. up top, and it's intercepted. His pass is intercepted by Kendall Dennis, who chases back across the 40. Well, the clock hit zero, but they'll run the play anyway. And wide open is Marvin Mims scooting into the end zone. Touchdown, Oklahoma. It'll be 33 yards from Gabriel to Marvin Mims. Okay, here's Walker. Dances up to the line, now bounces it outside, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown. And the red is going to hang on as Danny Stutzman makes the stop at midfield. 21-17, red over the white in the OU spring game. They gave me a couple options, and uh, I, I thought no better way to, uh, you know, keep a statue in the state of Oklahoma than for it to be a stiff arm of your little brother. I mean, forever. It, they have to deal with that one. And they stay there, and they stay there, and they stay there. Because all I do is we, 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 I think, did Toby say on the call of that play, that that should be a Heisman statue pose or something. Uh, I feel like he did. Yeah, there, there was there was a reference to that. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Night, night, nice call. He called that one uh, five years before it happened. So that's pretty impressive. Nice job. Pretty cool. He said that there were options. What do you think the other options were? The other options were just a standard pose of him throwing the ball. Ah, oh, gosh, the stiff arm. The flag plant surely had to be brought up, right? Just no you, way. You don't think so? Hmm, that's kind of lame. No. That it wouldn't even be brought up. I mean, that'd be fantastic. Why is that so controversial? Was... You, you know what I mean? Like the crotch grab. Okay, that's that that didn't get brought up. You know, I understand that. But why is the flag plant so? It, I know it ended up being controversial, but but why? Really? I I don't know. I don't think it's controversial at all. I think it's it's awesome. Um, now that the one that they went with was one that we had all kind of had on the list. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, but don't you think if that was one of the options that Baker would have picked it? Uh, the flag plant. Yes. I think he would have, especially now with the way that, uh, the, the state of Ohio has treated him. Absolutely. I think he would have chose that if that's what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, now that's interesting. Because he picked it a long time ago, back before the pandemic, right? That, yeah, that it was, it was 2020. Yeah, that's right. I think right before the pandemic hit, he was in a little bit more, uh, uh, <laughs> a little bit more in favor of the Browns fans back then. Yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting. I wonder if it was an option, and he didn't pick it because he didn't want to offend the. The Cleveland fans in Ohio. That's interesting. I, I I wonder if he, like, I wonder if he would, like, say that and mention that. I don't, I don't know. That is something to think about. Like, he wouldn't want a statue of it on campus then, but I wonder now, if it was honestly on the list. Yeah, now he that's, might that's, pay that's, for a different one. 
Yeah. Well, um, text line, by the way, said, was... uh, I okay. asked Teddy for a score prediction at Balfour. I got 14 to 7. After an entire basketball season of 69s, I was really disappointed. Way to go. Well, I guess I should have said 6 to 9. And it's way easier. It's way easier to make that prediction like remotely than it is like in front of everyone. I don't want to offend any kids that are walking <laughs> around. I, I I can only offend people from afar. That's the easiest you way do to that, do it, right? You do that, man. Every day you do it from afar. Yeah, I, I, somehow I don't really Oh god, you guys are I'm not I'm never listening again. This is the most awful stuff I've ever heard. Right. You hear worse things than this at like a sixth grade lunch table. Okay, so let's just let's just stow the uh, the outrage. Okay, uh, how, how, could, right. how, how could have, uh, real quick? How could Saturday have been better? Hmm. Could it have been? How could Saturday have been? I, better? I guess you could have had seventy five thousand three hundred and sixty one fans there. That would have been better. But you, you know what I mean. Like, from a recruiting standpoint, the turnout, the former players, it, it, it feels like it legit went about as well as it could have. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it was windy, but otherwise the weather was actually perfect, you know, for the, for the game. It was, it, was, it was really cool out there. Um, I think the on-the-field stuff was great that I know of no one was no one was hurt someone limped off or something it wasn't bad who was that I'm trying to remember but it, it uh, they, they stayed healthy um gosh I don't know I guess Baker could have um like thrown the horns down at his that have been pretty awesome halftime speech or so I I don't know I I really don't know of a way it could have so been so was this year I mean, come on, Baker's coming back. Britt Venable's like a lot of people's first chance to see him in person for the first time, the excitement, all that. Was 75000 a turnout for a spring game a one-time thing? Or is this something that we can maybe expect moving forward? Um, I do think it could be hard to replicate. It could be hard to replicate, but... If you've got Kyler Murray unveiling a statue next year at the spring game, and yeah, man, I don't, I, I think that, I think it's possible to replicate that, but there was a bunch, like the, the formula was perfect. New head coach, new offensive and defensive coordinators, new quarterback, uh, most beloved player maybe all time at OU with the statue being unveiled, uh, 250 former players, a good weather window. I, it's going to be hard to replicate all of those things to get that type of turnout again. But yeah. I think everyone may have gone, and as long as everyone had a good time and enjoyed it, I as much as I enjoyed it and thought it was as cool as I did, then 
maybe it is going to be a thing from now on. We got to remember know. too that was seventy five thousand plus people that paid to go. It wasn't just seventy five thousand people that just showed up and walked in for free. Seventy five thousand people around that number, I'm sure, that actually paid to get in the game. Um, I I think it's doable again, but I think it's dependent on, you know, what next season looks like. If they exceed expectations or, you know, they make it to the playoff and make it to a national championship game and there's all the excitement that they can get it done in 2023, I think you, you could see a, a very similar turnout to what we had this year. But that's that's going to be tough to top. I, I think the – I feel like the new norm is going to be getting around, you know, 65, 60,000 people. I don't know if they'll get 75 again, but I think that you're going to see consistency consistently where they get over 50,000 every single year, if if this era goes the way that we think it is. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I think it's possible to, to get close to that. And I don't, I, I don't know. There's, there's going to be things that, there's going to be times where the weather is just not going to cooperate and you're not going to be able to, to get that many people. But whenever – I don't know if Kyler's statue is next year, but whenever it is, I, I mean, I imagine that you could you could, you could could get a pretty high number. I, I, I'd be willing to bet that know, he's but, going to be there. I mean, Baker in his speech pretty much indicated that it, it was going to be next year. So I think we can yeah. probably expect that to happen. Text line says – Three o'clock window was perfect as well. Uh, Two-hour wait in line to get in. That's something that's that, yeah. that, that that's the one thing that could have been better. Um, the wait lines were not friendly. Um, the, the concessions uh, lines were pretty long as well. And and they've had some issues with that going all the way back to, to last season, especially with the metal detectors that are in place. That is something that they need to get sorted out before the season starts because there will be 87,000 strong at the first game of the season and many more on campus just to be there. There's going to be a ton of people. They, they can't have another situation where it's two hours to get in the gates and people miss the entire first quarter. Right, yeah. Yeah, they've, that's, they've got to be a little better prepared for that, um, which is weird that they weren't better prepared for that considering that they sold 60 plus thousand tickets you know pretty well before the game that they weren't more staffed and prepared to open up more gates right yeah I mean I I, well but I also thought that campus quarter was going to be shut down judging by those numbers but yeah it, they just that that's one thing that could have been better and hopefully they get that sorted out before the season starts because a lot of people are really upset with how long they had to wait in line and some people on the text line today said they they missed the first quarter and, and couldn't get in there until the second quarter because of uh how long the lines were that's pretty that's unfortunate yeah yeah and i, I don't know that, that's why i still have the theory that a bunch of people turned around and left um so that final number may be maybe low for the people that were there and wanting to get in and go to the game. But nonetheless, fantastic crowd. I don't – I mean, it could be better by, like, some – I I thought you were talking about, like, football team-wise, like what could the football program do better. Definitely could have done better as far as some of the operations around sure. the stadium. Was there any 
concession issues? Like, yeah, they run out of there, stuff? There, I, I don't know if they ran out of anything, but there were uh, concession lines that were pretty long, but that's <laughs> pretty standard at, at this point. Uh, yeah, but yeah, let's, let's get back to on the field. Who, um, who kind of won the day? Who was most impressive? Is it or was it the skill position players, these running backs and wide receivers, or do you want to go with an individual player like Marcus Stripling, the linebackers as a whole? Like, who really won the day on Saturday? Um, who won the day on Saturday? Turk? He did have a booming punt with the wind at his back. That helped out quite yeah. a bit. I don't know. I've, I think it was honestly really even across. Really even across. There was a couple of flashy plays. Uh, the Gibson play, uh, the Theo Weiss play. Uh, Eric Gray had a long run. But I think the defense looked pretty good for the most part. I think it was honestly really balanced, don't you? Yeah, um, you know the the, the uh, newcomers at running backs, you know, had their you know had, had some really good runs, but at the same time, both those guys had to earn it because they got popped a couple times too. So it was the yeah. balance that I think that you're looking for in the spring game. Um, yeah, they got beat on on, on some uh, deep balls down the field, but they also laid the wood. There was gang tackling several times. I like it. It was as balanced as you could have hoped for. It, it was it was good. But if I had to pick someone that won the day. I'm I'm looking at a guy like Javante Barnes. He had the hype coming in. He did not disappoint. And I think that we can all tell that he is going to be a a, a significant player in the offense this year. Right. He may not start game yeah. one, but he from game one he's going to be a factor offensively. No, I I I think he's going to turn into maybe the best back in the conference at some point, which. Frankly, it's been way too long since we've had the best back in the conference. Totally, man. So, but the the question remains, can he catch the ball out of the backfield? <laughs> uh, well, well, maybe they will do the – maybe a Jeff Levy will do just that, actually throw two uh, running backs out of the backfield. I think he did that a couple times, right, on Saturday? Hey. So, who knows? Uh, uh, a couple of shocking observations from the spring game. Uh, running backs catching a check down. Lincoln Riley, I don't believe, has a, the check down in his system at all, where the running back just goes right over the ball, turns around for the quarterback to dump it down to. I don't think that's in his, in his no. uh, offense at all. If it is, we haven't seen it uh, caught. There were, I don't know, three or four of those thrown during the game. Thought that was interesting. And, Tyler, I forgot to bring it up earlier, but it almost brought a tear to my eye. Did you see our punt formation? It was unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Now, they were still fair catching kickoffs and and, and some things like that, but, yes, it it looked different. It looked different on special teams. Well, you know, they – they said beforehand that the special teams is going to be simulated and everything was going to be fair caught. I think Drake Stoops caught one off a of bounce and need it instantly. Uh, that was that was all predetermined stuff that they were going to do that. But oh my God, we line up in a real pump formation. None of this wall crap spread out. Whatever it is, ah, oh, 
beautiful. Tear to the eye. Just amazing. So now it is, by my count, Oklahoma and Alabama as the only two teams that I've seen in college football that run a legitimate punt formation that you're going to see in the NFL and uh, for the majority of the history of, of college football. So awesome, awesome, awesome to see that. And I'm sure there's more teams out there that do it. I just... I haven't seen it. I guess my big spring game hot take, uh, maybe massive overreaction to two hours of, of game time is, woohoo! they got their edge pass rusher, Marcus Stripling, baby. Going to have a massive year. But what Stripling did on Saturday, does that match what he had been doing the previous 14 practices? Or was that just kind of a flash in front of 75,000 fans because if it hasn't been consistent and he hasn't been that guy throughout spring bowl then I hate to say that it doesn't matter that it happened on Saturday but you know if it's just kind of a flash and a pan thing I won't count on it too much did what he did Saturday match what he's done the past month I well I can't say for what he's done every single practice during spring but I watched him in one-on-ones uh one day and he was winning constantly in one-on-ones and I was actually sitting there having a conversation with Curtis Lofton and uh, he mentioned that he's their best pass rusher so yeah I think that is I think it uh, I think the performance holds water that is a My Cousin Vinny reference, in case uh, none mm-hmm. of you out there got that one. Well, that is significant to me then, all right? That is significant news if he's their best pass rusher and he th- and he look and if he's going to look like he did on Saturday. That um, Not that I had a bad feeling or thought about what this defense is going to be this year, but that, that, that changes things if I know they're going to have an edge rusher that can consistently get to the quarterback. That changes a whole that, – that is comparable to me – like my thoughts on the defense, that's comparable to me than if someone were to tell me that, hey, this offensive line is going to be better than you think too. Like what that means for the offense, yeah. that's how big that is for me on the defense. No, uh, I agree. I agree. All right, uh, good stuff. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on here from FSBO Homes up in Oklahoma City. of home buyers find their home on the internet with Zillow or Trulia. And uh, you can do that directly with FSBO Homes and skip all of the commissions that you pay at the end of selling your house. They do it for one flat fee. They have outstanding photography. They get your house online in a very professional manner. They've got a, a professional appraisal to come through to make sure that you set the price exactly where it needs to be, and they've got attorneys that walk you through the contract and closing aspect as well on the back end. Uh, 90, or excuse me, uh, the average customer with FSBO Homes saves almost $12,000 in commissions by using their service. Really good stuff here at FSBO Homes. We'll be back. Football. You love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it, we got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. 
Oklahoma. Seth Wiley Ford in Paul's Valley is your pre-owned Power Stroke powerhouse. Buying millions and millions of dollars of pre-owned truck inventory has helped us dominate the market, Brandon. We constantly buy trucks from all over the country for way below what they're worth and bring them to Paul's Valley to sell them below market value here. This is the most I've ever seen in pre-owned inventory here at Seth Wadley Ford in Paul's Valley. We carry every brand of truck there is with any trim level you can think of. And we have rows and rows of trucks to choose from. That's not it, Seth. We are giving more money for trades than ever before. And don't forget, we are the king of new Ford trucks too. If you've been looking for a diesel, it's time to get to your pre-owned Power Stroke powerhouse in Paul's Valley, America. Tell them the best part, Seth. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So put a little gravel when you travel and head to Seth Wally Ford, I-35, exit 72 in Paul's Valley, or click us online at SethWallyFord.com. Experience the difference at Seth Wally Ford. Golf fans, have you heard the news? The Gimme Zone, the ref's newest radio show, is coming your way on Saturdays from 10 to noon featuring PGA Tour players, top college athletes, the latest in the high school golf scene, and of course, great golf talk. It's the only golf show broadcasted across the entire state of Oklahoma. There's no laying up from us, and it's not your ordinary golf show. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! Tune in on Saturdays from 10 to noon for the Gimme Zone on The Ref. At Riverwind, we put our hearts into everything we do. Our promise is simple. We're the best. You're simply the best. We promise you all the best new gaming experiences. We promise you the best food, drinks, and service. The one place with the rewards program of your dreams. That's what makes us number one. Only at the one. After it rains, do you have water that's just sitting on the side of your house or in the yard that isn't draining? It's Mike Steely here for Blue Collar Drainage Solutions. My friend Richard and his staff can help you get the water drained out of your yard after the storms pass with their great French drains. This helps protect your foundation and your home, plus eliminates that soggy lawn that can get worse over time. Give Blue Collar Drainage Systems a call today and eliminate the standing water in your yard with one phone call, 405-430-6828. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. We've been serving customers since 1981, and we've seen a lot of changes over the years in the things that our customers want. One of the most significant shifts we've seen is the desire for options when it comes to diamonds. Although natural diamonds are the most sought after, there is a great interest in lab-grown diamonds and moissanite. We are delighted to provide these options and help you choose the one that is right for you. Natural diamonds, lab-grown, or moissanite, we have it all. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Hey guys, it's TJ from my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits, and when you need the best selection and affordable pricing on your liquor, check out Joe's on the east side of Norman. One thing that makes Joe's so great is their monthly specials, like this month, specials on Maker's Mart Bourbon, Smoking Loon, Glenmorangie Scotch, and Chaucer's Mead. So when you're heading to the lake on the weekend or maybe getting ready to do some outdoor grilling and relaxing, make sure to stop by Joe's, 1330 East Alameda in Norman, or make sure to follow them for all their specials on Facebook. Auto Image USA, Central Oklahoma, and Norman's home for the best in car, boat, and RV detailing. Let Mike Miller and his gang help you out with one of their many services, plus rolling lock truck covers, window tinting, custom wheels and rims, detailing, and paint correction. Auto Image USA also carries the best brands in audio, such as Kicker, Wet Sound, Pioneer, and Sony. Call Auto Image USA at 405-321-4444 or go by and see one of their experts at 2701 Northwest 36th Avenue in Norman. 
between Rock Creek and Tecumseh. I mean, I thought he had great command. Just what you, uh, what you saw all spring makes a lot of um, quick decisions, um, good decisions with the football. He's got great awareness, anticipates. Uh, he sees the field well. Uh, there's probably uh, one for sure that he probably uh, should have let go, got to get rid of, took a sack. Um, we had one bad snap for him that or at least I say there was a, he might have saved him on another one or two, but uh, uh, one snap that got away from him that I remember. You know, he, he he did a great job, I thought, leading today, playing both sides, both ways, and um, just really capped off the spring in a great way. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, keep the text coming on the Air Coverage Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. We'll get to all your text here momentarily. Uh, first, let's, let's start with this. Spring ball is over, so the way things sit today – I'm going to ask about, you know, maybe some positions of concern with this team. But as it sits today, give me one, two, three, however many. What does this team do well as a football team coming out of spring? Um, I think they, I think they're going to run the ball well. I think, dare I say, they tackle well. And let's see. Which, by the way, that's a pretty good starting point. They can run the ball well and they can tackle well. I'll I'll take that for one and two. That's that's a good start. Yeah. Really, I I, I say tackle well or stop the run well. Um, I think both of the you kind of kind of intermingle those two. And I think they I think they have explosive. Um, skill position guys. So fundam- it sounds like fundamentally as a football team, you th- you think that they're pretty good. Well, let me ask you this: you can run it's the hard ball to answer that. Run, and it's it, it's hard to it's hard kind of hard to answer that question. I think it would be easier, and this is obviously just going off of fifteen practices in the spring game, which really is is not much of a determining factor on what you're going to look like in the fall, but tell me what they don't do well. Well, that was the next question. What they don't do well, I, I don't know if they if there's anything that they don't do well, there's just more about questions like can they consistently pass protect? Can they he, he, here's my here's my question. That's my biggest question can, is the can, pass protection. Can they pass protect and can they run the ball when they're not going tempo? Because when they're going tempo and they have the defense on their heels, that's fine, man. I feel like they're going to be able to pass protect and run the ball. But when they're not able to go tempo, are they going to be able to do that? I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I I think they're going to be able to run the ball really well. Here's the here's one of the things about Saturday. They ran pretty much the same running play the entire time. They did do the counter once, but I think it got whistled dead. But pretty much they ran that mid zone or split zone, basically the same exact concept every play and didn't do much else. So, and Levy told me before the game that they were going to stay, uh, you know, really, really vanilla on everything that they did, really basic. 
and he was true to that. They they didn't they didn't show nothing as far as what all they can do. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, first one of the like, year it, already coming out of the spring game. I love it. Yeah, the, I, I wouldn't take much away from like the lack of um, the lack of you know I guess imagination or whatever you want to say creativity in the running game. They they've got way, they've got way more in their in their running game package than than what we saw. All right, let's get to the text line. I saw more open field tackles Saturday than we did during the Grinch era speed D. Agree with that? Yeah. Oh gosh, it's hard to say. Um, I I think it's easy to say that it is very apparent that physicality and tackling was first and foremost on the list defensively throughout the spring. And that's represented in exactly what I saw whenever I was up there at practice. Tackling, tackling, tackling. Drilled like crazy. Philip from McAllister says this team is a lot closer than a lot of people think. Um, We won't be hearing that uh, phrase around here anymore. Uh, Dare I say, uh, let's see, one, fast-paced offense, two, great tackling, three, defensive backs attacking the ball in the air instead of letting the receiver catch, catch it. Dare I say opponents won't convert third and eight with a 10 yard stop. That is a big dare because that that's going to happen at times. It will happen somewhere around fifty percent of the time. Hmm. I don't know what it's going to be. I uh, third down conversions, third and eight. You're gonna you're gonna stop way more, but um, yeah, I I I feel good about what I saw. I thought there's there's some good depth at corner. Calling my shot now, Jaden Gibson will crack the starting lineup by OU Texas, even as an inside wide receiver. Hard to tell what the exact starting lineup is going to be. Three wide outs, a tight end, and a back. You know, because they're going to have different, like different guys are going to be playing whenever they're going to different concepts. Uh, but I, I think it's possible. I think, it's, I think it's definitely possible. A uh, lot asking, what's the story on Marcus Major? Please talk about Marcus Major. Obviously, he didn't play. What was the what was the reasoning you got as to why he didn't play? I think he's been nursing some type of injury uh, throughout the spring some. And I think he missed a lot of, of time. And because of that, they didn't want to throw him out there into an extended live-action game or scrimmage and suffer some type of setback just that he wasn't he didn't have enough full contact throughout the spring to be able to for them to feel good about him going out there without maybe re-injuring something yeah the conversation for us today has really been about the newcomers uh because they scored basically all the touchdowns except one Tawi Walker had one. Uh, Javante Barnes had two. It was a nice run, too. Jayden a little Gibson, bounce to the outside. Jaden Gibson had one. Marvin Mims is the only other player that scored a touchdown. But Jaron Kanick, um, also a newcomer. A lot of people were impressed with the way that he looked physically. But overall, how did the uh, how the true freshman play after just being on campus now for, what, three months? Yeah, I thought everything considered he did a good job. Um, that's tough 
That's that's really tough to be thrown out into the mix like that. He's he's incredibly athletic. He he isn't playing at a level yet to unleash that athleticism, but I think it's apparent just just by how he moves and and some of those things that he's going to have a high ceiling. It's way too early to make any type of judgment on like where he's going to end up. It has barely even dipped his toe in the water, but uh, he's got a great jump on things, and you know who knows. I, the, the, obviously, with the the obvious physical gifts that he has, the sky's the limit. Yeah, uh, sky is definitely the limit for him. They got they got some legit. The roof is the man. ceiling with Canick, especially if he's lined up next to TD Roof, who actually played well. Yeah, I'm telling you, if if OU gets to a point where the Stutzman kid, the Witter kid, Aguebu, Canick, if if we ever get to a place where those guys look and play like TD Roof does, we're going to be in some really really good hands at linebacker. Because whenever you watch TD Roof, the footwork, the eyes, uh, the low pad level, communicating, getting people lined up, the way he is in zone coverage, the way he pedals, everything. He, he's exactly how you want all your guys to play. But he's limited physically. Sure. Yeah, but he's a heck of a guy to have around first year in install. You, you know, I mean, you, you take him. No doubt. I, I, think you, I think any defense, I think one of Brent's championship defenses at Clemson, you know, TD Roof not as likely to play in that, but you'll you'll always take a guy like that on the team. Ain't no doubt yep. about it. If you get to a point where you've got a locker room full of guys like TD Roof, you're going to be in awesome, awesome shape. I think he's I think he's outstanding. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out FSBO Homes today. Remember. Uh, on a $300,000 home, you're paying nearly $18,000 in realtor commissions. Their average com- customer saves almost 12000 in real estate commissions whenever they use their service. FSBO Homes will take you direct to consumer. They'll help you market your product online. You don't need the MLS this, this day and age. You go directly to the online consumer. 92% of home buyers find their home on the internet with Zillow or Trulia, and FSBO Homes is the place to walk you through that process. Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas are just what you need on your drive home. It's the Rush weekday afternoons from 2 to 6 on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Nice umbrella, Brad. Are you expecting some rain? Well, people remember to have fun. I'm driving through western Oklahoma, and I see a bald eagle. Just kind of, it looked, I, I noticed it because it's kind of hovering over the interstate, just off to the side of the interstate. It's trying to fly into the wind. I mean, it was, you can't mistake the markings of a bald eagle. But it's a bald eagle flying against the wind over a herd of bison on my way to Amarillo. And the thought, I go, this is a country music song. Somebody <laughs> needs to write this right <laughs> It was the most American thing I've ever seen in my Did life. Did you drive with one hand over your heart? <laughs> yeah, I could hear Lee Greenwood in my subconscious. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. I mean, um, 
Not really. I mean, there's only so many defenses you can run, and um, it's just it's good. Uh, the linebackers they can just pretty much we're free to make plays, and um, you know we got to do our job. You know, there's a lot of intent. We're all, he's always on us, pushing us to be great. And um, I mean, I don't really like to go into looking past. You know, it's kind of the rearview mirror type mentality, just always looking forward in the the windshield mentality. So that's what we're about here, and just very excited to keep looking forward, keep pushing ahead. How about that crowd today? Amazing. Uh, I did not expect that. You know, obviously there's hype. It's going to pack the palace. But dang, we really packed the palace. <laughs> I'm out there at 150 for, you know, kind of just checking it out. I'm like, there's still another hour and 10 minutes till game time. And this thing's almost packed. And that's awesome, man. I, I love the fans here. They are amazing. I love the support. There's linebacker Danny Stutzman. He's with everyone else. Super impressed with the 75,360 turnout on Saturday. Talked a lot about Stutzman. Um, talked a lot about Marcus Stripling defensively. Just mentioned Jaron Kanick. A guy that we haven't really mentioned all that much today, but I think was maybe equally as impressive as uh, you know some of the better players on the field. Ethan Downs. Ethan Downs had a really good day Saturday, yeah. I think. And this, it, it feels like he's on the verge of having a, a, a really big-time season. No, it, he did. I thought he had a really nice day. He's big. He's strong. Uh, you know, he's, he's way ahead of the curve whenever it comes to uh, getting to where he needs to be to be an elite-level player, not just in this conference, but in the country. Uh, he's, he's got the size. He's got the motor. The only thing that he's lacking is, is the experience, which will come, the confidence, which usually comes with the experience, and the skill set, you know, just, just learning some of the pass rush intricacies and in putting together finding out what his his three moves are going to be you've got to have to be an elite pass rusher you've got to be able to have some type of speed move you've got to be able to have some type of of bull rush move a power move to run over guys and then you've got to be able to have a counter move and just figuring out exactly what you know what those moves are going to be for him and knowing when to apply him to get the the bang for your buck on a guy that that just comes with experience knowing how to fill different tackles out and stuff and you know he's got an excellent motor he plays super hard and one of the problems is like whenever you play super hard you end up getting yourself out of position a little bit it's guys that are really confident and calm and experienced that that can play it almost looks like they're playing at half speed but they're just in the exact perfect spot that they need to be in those things are going to come with him he's way ahead of schedule he's just you know this is just his uh you know it should be typically his first spring after a true freshman year but he got some good experience last year he's going to he's into this spring practice He's, he's going to continue to make excellent gains, and he's going to get bigger and stronger as well to go with that. He's a – I mean, he, he, he reminds you of like an Aiden Hutchinson who's about to be – Number one overall you know, pick. Maybe the week. number one – yeah, maybe the number one overall pick. You know, uh, that's that's kind of who he reminds you of. A big, big news today was wide receiver Cody Jackson entering into the transfer portal. 
don't be alarmed by this. Um, it, it's just kind of the way that, that college football is. Um, and that wide receiver position is crowded right now. So it's I he I'm sure that he's a guy that's bought in. It's just kind of a numbers game at some point if you want to be able to, yeah. to get on the field somewhere. Uh, I, I'm going to guess that Cody Jackson is not the last guy this week that we see from OU enter into the portal. Are people going to be mad if he ends up at the University of Southern California? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, traitor. <laughs> well, it'll be. What do you like, think he, the chances are that he ends up there? Um, I don't feel like they're that great. Um, but s- some people will say that he just hung around this spring to be a spy for Lincoln Riley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. For a team that's not, they're not going to play. Just spy. I didn't say it made any sense. I said it. Everyone's right. going to say he's a spy for Lincoln Riley. You think Lincoln's that caught up on on what it's like here that he needs to know? Do you think he knows? Info? Do you think he knows there were seventy five thousand people Saturday? And if so, what do you think he thought about that? Um, he probably yes, he does know, and he probably thought. Boy, I, I'm I'm shocked that many people showed up to uh, to see Baker's statue unveiled that I got him. Yeah, I I think he knows that seventy five thousand <laughs> people showed up, and he's like, "Thank God, I'm not there anymore. That didn't happen to me." Seventy five thousand people getting to see how uh, what plays I run in practice. Oh my God, that's my worst nightmare <laughs> ever. That's probably what he said. No. No doubt. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap things up here from FSBO Homes. You can check them out online, fsbohomes.com. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the frontliners and early risers, all the real do-gooders. And you'll feel good about Landers Service Direct with free pickup and delivery for service appointments. From our store to your door, Landers Chevrolet is driven to serve. Shop Landers Chevrolet Norman today. Find new roads. Why do you move? For health, strength, endurance, power, love. There are a million reasons why we move and every one of them matters. Let us at OrthoCentral help keep you moving. OrthoCentral is proud to welcome sports medicine physician Aaron Smathers and joint replacement specialist Jeremiah Maupin to the team and they're now taking appointments. For more information, call 405-360-6764. OrthoCentral, it's in our bones to take care of yours. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms in the southern Oklahoma areas? Before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. 
See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. What is a good neighbor? It's someone nearby who helps make your life a little easier. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and my team and I take time to understand your insurance and financial needs. So whether you're preparing for retirement or in need of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. Hi, I'm Monica Paris, Client Relationship Manager at Valiance Bank Norman. Valiance is a locally owned and operated bank catering to the needs of business professionals and executives throughout the Norman community. We are conveniently located in Norman's University North Park. Business in Norman is growing and so are we. We welcome you to come by the bank and meet one of our friendly bankers or better yet, give us a call at 405-286-5750. Valiance Bank, experience the difference. If you're selling your home, don't list with the MLS. That system made sense 25 years ago when people were still using a